0: Welcome to the Roswell Business Podcast. Today, we speak with Ann Baker, hearing about her life, her businesses, and wise words to live by. Enjoy. All right, so uh, thank you so much Uh, for interrupting your week your time Um, uh, as you know I've had the benefit of sharing space with you on different events uh, on a local board here in the city Um, your thoughts and your things about our city and its success and the fact that you even put a stake by and we'll talk about this a little bit more a little bit later but putting in a business in downtown in our uh, city and just Mm -hmm. the impact that that does and um, makes a, a, really neat statement about who you are and what you believe in. And I think it was probably six Thank or you. seven years ago, uh, that you and I first got a chance to really yeah. chat at your store. I actually just came over cause so you were good. opening and
1: you had long curly hair.
0: Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> uh as an, as an artist, sometimes you <laughs> do fun things, you know, and I just <laughs> wanted to do it. Um, it's uh, a lot of work and craziness. So I, I just don't do that anymore. But uh good. when well, you've gone
1: short, I've gone long. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm.
0: So uh so I wanna talk about all that as as you know. Um tell us a little bit about Anne. Um and uh you know, who you are, what makes you tick, you know, just
1: Okay, um, well I'll try to keep it short. Okay. Uh and I'm sure we can delve into the details, but uh, I'll just touch on on the facts. about that? Um, so I am an Air Force brat. I grew up moving all over the country, mostly in the East Coast. Um, I my dad was um, he was a career Air Force person. He started out as a pilot when was in the war, Vietnam War, and because of his expertise, he worked at the Pentagon a lot. So we lived, we moved back and forth around Washington, DC, um, a few times. So probably my most formative years were around that area. Sometimes we lived in Virginia, sometimes we lived in Maryland, but the school system there is excellent. I feel like I was very fortunate to be able to be exposed to that. Um, and I also got to see, um, these older East coast cities, go through their renaissance over and over again because it seemed like everywhere we moved it was just like starting there and the, what
0: what do you mean and i don't want to totally interrupt you but what do you mean by mean, going through a renaissance? well
1: they had um you know the the suburban flight had happened so the downtown areas were vacant okay. and falling apart okay um that was my growing up that's what i kept seeing in downtown areas wow. but as i got into high school it became a more popular, you know, the people were realizing the value in these historic structures downtown. Mm -hmm. And they started to bring in cool, interesting things that made younger people want to come downtown. And not just come downtown, but to move downtown. And it's, you know, this has been going on, um, I'm not young. So in high school, you know, 30 years ago, um, it kind of started in certain places. I'm not really sure where it started, but it seemed like everywhere we moved, um, the city was starting to realize how, what treasures lay from their, their past, you know, what, what was there from their history.
0: So here you and are, they
1: were uncovering it so students,
0: it kind of just st- being able to kind of observe and see it happen while you're yes. growing up.
1: Cause I've always, I'm a history. I love history. Okay. I love just imagining what happened in these old buildings yeah. and how they evolved from horse and buggy to where we are now. And my, my most recent well, in, in high school, we, we moved to Dayton, Ohio. Okay. Dayton, Ohio, when we moved there, when we moved there, had just... And, and National Cash Register Company had just closed. It's a very blue-collar town. Yeah. Um, there were several other large corporations. like I think GM had just closed. There was a lot of decay downtown. Okay. A lot of people feeling like they had lost their jobs and were suffering. And my dad being in the Air Force, it didn't affect him. He was working. Um, and so were all the... The other, you know, Wright-Patterson Air Force Base there is huge. So my friend and I started to explore when we got our driver's licenses and we explored downtown Dayton and we found these little pockets. One was the Oregon District, which you may have heard of recently. There was a mass shooting there. It's a very popular downtown area in Dayton. Well, that was just starting out. I mean, like there were maybe, there was a really awesome Goodwill store there that had the best books and there was a cool little pub that we were able to stop into. And those were like the two things there. And eventually they renovated the arcade that was that had been there since 1850. Um, and my friend and I experienced that in high school. It was wow. our, this was like, this was us discovering what is fun about Dayton, Ohio, and not just the fact that people have lost their jobs and it's falling apart. Yeah. Um, and that gave me like a vision to where I can move into any town and go, oh, if they could do that in Dayton, they can do it here. Wow, yeah. And I saw them do it in Houston. Um, Downtown Houston has so many buildings that were vacant and now it's thriving. Um, And it was vacant when I lived there and started to thrive right before I left. And now you go back and it's just like the hottest place, downtown Houston. Um, So when I moved here, I was like, oh my gosh, It hasn't hit here yet. Yeah. It's not here yet. I have an opportunity to be a part of that now.
0: So before we jump into that, why Roswell? Why move here? I mean, there's always that question. Family circumstances. Okay. Because I was going to say, because both people that live here and both that live out always say, why Roswell?
1: (laughs) I know. I've uh, rarely run into a person who just moved to Roswell because they came here and were like, oh, this is a cool place. I think I want to stay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have since I've opened the shop, I have several baristas working for me who live in Roswell for reasons that you know. People asked them to come here, and they decided to stay. Okay. Um, but I came here because I was married at the time, and my okay. husband got a job at Laprino, the wow. cheese factory. And I honestly thought I was going to move back to Fort Worth because the same thing happened in Fort Worth right. while I lived there.
0: I remember you and I inadvertently were living there at the same time.
1: Okay. Uh, and so you we saw Sundance Square yeah, yeah. develop. Um,
0: I was actually wrote the that. manual for a downtown uh, parking and greeting wow. program back in the early 90s. So I well, remember talking working. to you about that and I was just like, wow, I had yeah. a small part in it. I just was fortunate to be around really good people. But yeah, yeah, yeah I know what you're people. talking about. Fort Worth
1: is another one of those towns that just has these amazing, um, you know, prairie-style buildings that have the amazing Southwest uh, designs to them that you just, you know, were happening during the 20s and 30s. And and they're still there. They didn't get torn down. And that's what I saw about Roswell. This place has obviously been through some hard times, but these buildings are still here. Thank goodness they're still here. And they are solid. Um, I ended up buying the old J.C. building. Right. Uh, tell um, us
0: about that. When you walk in, what <laughs> what was it that put you into the process of? of That's the one I want. What was?
1: Well, I um, so I moved here uh, with who is now my ex-husband. Our, our marriage was kind of coming apart okay. at the time, and I didn't think I was going to stay here. I really thought I was going to go back to Fort Worth. Yeah. I moved here. And we decided to give it another try, and so I decided to you know what I've always wanted to start a, a business, a coffee shop. Um, I, I, I've been in my career is finance, and okay. I've been in commercial banking um, as a loan officer. Uh, so I made a lot of loans, and I've also been in mortgage lending. So I understand okay. property, and my husband and I, my ex-husband and I, made. A, a decent um, living on uh, when we sold our properties, when we moved, we okay. we knew how to pick our properties and yeah. and sell them for um, a profit.
0: Nice.
1: So it's something that I was interested in. So I thought, well, okay, I'm going to invest in this place then. You know, if I'm going to try to make this marriage work, I'm going to make myself have to stay here. Okay. So, and, and I thought, and this is a good town to do it in because this town doesn't realize what a what a gem it is it doesn't realize yeah. what it has right now yeah you and, and i I've talked know. about
0: that before we feel like there's a lot of gold mines that are just waiting to be tapped
1: yes yeah the the it, if you have the vision and my vision comes from seeing it happen over and over again so wow. i know it will happen you know it's yeah. there's no question it will happen yeah um to me uh, a lot of people are like oh roswell's you know it's not gonna it can't happen here that's what they said about downtown Houston. That's what they said about downtown wow. Dayton.
0: Look at what you've done in your corner of the pond that yeah. you've created. It's so fun. Yeah. So yeah,
1: yeah. I uh, I started looking around for a place to open my coffee shop and also to invest in a property. Like I wanted, I know I'm not going to make a living on a coffee shop. You. You can make a, you can, Survive on a coffee shop, but you're Fair not enough. gonna get rich on a coffee shop. And I, and I'm not trying to get rich. I would yeah. like to have something to retire on sure. um, when I when I'm forced to go into a nursing home someday. I don't ever want to retire, <laughs> but it would be nice to have a little something. You're gonna make them kick case. you out. Yeah,
0: <laughs> they're gonna be, give me those car keys,
1: and I'll be fighting till till I die. Um, and so I was looking for a property that I thought I could make into something that would appreciate. Okay. Um, there's an old church that was for sale, um, at, I think it's Pennsylvania and third. It's a white church and it's so awesome looking. And it had been for sale for, for years. I could tell from the rolls. and I had my realtor show it to me and gosh, I was like, man, this would be a great little coffee shop slash, um, reception type place where you can have parties and stuff, but there was no parking. And that was a, That's a problem. Yeah, that's a rough problem. So I kinda ham and hawed and I kept looking around and I was walking down Main Street, looking at all the vacant buildings and I looked in the window, like you didn't see it driving by, but you had to walk by and I looked in the window of this JCPenney's buildings and it said for sale. So I called the realtor and said, hey, let's go take a look at it, just on a whim. Okay. And we looked at it and uh, at the time, JCPenney's moved out of there in the 70s, the late 70s, when the mall went in. And it sat vacant for I don't know how long. Okay. Long enough that it kind of started to fall apart. The roof started leaking. Yeah. And... I
0: remember you did some very decent repairs when you moved in.
1: I did a lot, but the people who purchased it from between them and me... Okay. ...did a lot too. Okay. Um, they subdivided it into offices. They redid the electric and a lot of the plumbing. Um, They did close, it's a three story building and they closed off the top floor because it had had a lot of the damage. And they did did mold remediation, but they just left it completely, like it's walking back in time when you go there. Have you been up there?
0: You took me up for a glimpse uh, long before you renovated the second floor. And I even remember at that point showing me the old uh, air, uh, the big vets. money carts. Oh, uh, the tube. Yeah, yeah the, the pneumatic and all that. tubes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And did I show you the? Well, this is getting ahead of ourselves, but um, it had been it had been divided into offices, and my side had been divided in half, so the other side was being leased out. Like there was a tenant, okay. an oxygen supply place, which wow. is not really a great business to have on main street, right? But it was paying, you know, it was paying the lease. Sure. Um, and so I thought, well, you know, the other side had been divided into, like I had to take out seven offices just to open wow. up that front area. Um, there was a waiting room, several, several other offices, a little reception area. And so I took all of that stuff down But before then, it was pretty um, medical-looking, clinical-looking. It had been a a small clinic. So it didn't look anything like it does now. But what really caught my eye was we got on a ladder. I was just really curious because it had drop ceilings, the fake drop ceilings. Yeah. I was really curious what was behind those ceilings. I wanted to see how far whoever did the renovations went in tearing things out. Mm -hmm. Like I wanted to see if there was original stuff in there still. Right. So I looked behind the ceiling and I caught just a very narrow glimpse of the old steel, uh, ceiling tile. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: And I just, it's like, I love, I'm in love. I know it's here. That stuff is here. I just have to uncover it. Yeah. And so, that from that moment on i started pursuing purchasing the building and um haven't looked back i've just slowly been peeling back the layers i to love find the concept
0: that you could see where it was uh, you'd watched other people do things and i've yet to hear anything in your statement or even over the years of i don't know if this is possible it's always yeah we're doing this <laughs> and uh and i love that I, I love that attitude i love that energy um so so you took it and you guys tore out all that stuff, uh, crazy amount it of work. Took me two years. I was gonna say to a crazy amount of work.
1: Um, something I didn't get to was that my, my ex husband and I moved here because we had a trucking business that went out of business. Okay. And we lost all of our savings that we had we'd saved up a substantial amount wow. of savings. We um, cashed all that out to pay off our debts rather than okay. declare bankruptcy. Okay. So I came here and came into this with the attitude, I didn't have anything to lose. You know, Interesting. I, I know I've already, I don't have to protect my savings because it's, I don't have any anymore.
0: Yeah. Um, so you might as well go for a win. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I don't, yeah. my
1: kids are already off and doing great. So I don't have to worry about supporting them. Yeah. Um, it's just me and him. And he had a great job. Um,
0: so, so I have to ask. Not? That falls apart. That part of life falls apart. You gave oh. it another try. It just wasn't gonna work. You stayed.
1: Because
0: um, the older <laughs> I've gotten You know, it's like wow. Uh,
1: well, okay, I did one of the reasons I said, hey, I'm gonna invest here is that I fell in love with the community as soon okay. as I got here. <clears throat> Excuse me, I am it's really windy outside and I'm yeah. I'm not getting choked up yet. I will, I may, <laughs> but at this point I just need to take a sip
0: it's allergies guys allergies <laughs> it yeah. is um,
1: the this community was I was so impressed with it um, mm. I could tell it had been through a little bit with losing you can still feel the vibes of lo- losing that giant Air Force base right it's it's obvious and being an Air Force brat I know what it looks mm-hmm. like you know so I could tell that it was wounded and yeah. and pulling itself out of that. And I went and looked at the population records and how, how it had, had slowly, slowly gone up, never went backwards. Right. It just kept coming back up since the Air Force Base left. So I knew that it was, it was growing at a healthy rate. No one was yeah. being like, oh, let's get the Toyota factory in here. And then they hire a bunch of people and then they close. No, you know, okay. I could tell it hadn't yeah. done that, um, yeah. that it was just like slowly growing. And that's I can do that. Because okay. that's where I am. I don't have a bunch of money to throw into something. I I need a community that can bear with me while I do do this and slowly then you too. Can grow with it. And and not only wow. that, but I went to some meetings um, at the Roswell um, community Roswell RMAC Roswell Museum and Arts Center, uh-huh. I'm, which we are board members right, of. Right. And, uh, it's like I can't it just lots it for a minute there. Um, I went to some meetings. For that, I don't remember what they were talking about, but I met Lori Roof mm-hmm. and I met Shereen Esselrod. Um, I probably met you, um, some of the people at the paper. Everybody impressed me. Wow. Um, it wasn't just that uh, they were welcoming of me, which they were very welcoming of me, and that really felt great. But they are, you know, competent, good people. Yeah. And another yeah. thing that astounded me coming from Houston, that's where I moved from to well I moved from from um, near Fort Worth to here but before that I was in Houston. Um the museums in Houston are are world class. Mm-hmm. But you're never going to be on a board unless you have a million dollars sure. in your bank account. Here we have world class museums and I got asked to be on the board of directors. Yeah. Yeah, I mean yeah. I, it, I don't feel like, um, I have, I'm, I'm not bragging about that. What I'm saying is it's amazing that I have access to being right. able to be a part yeah, of that. that's good. It felt so amazing. I mean, I was so honored to be wow. asked to do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, the jazz festival committee, um, the fact that that was another thing that hooked me, I moved here in may, the jazz festival happened the following October. I thought I was going to go listen to a bunch of local musicians playing at this jazz festival. And I was ready. I was like, "Oh, I'll just drink wine. And you know, after a few glasses, it doesn't matter. I was blown away, literally blown away that they had these world-class musicians coming into Roswell to play for a full week. Mm -hmm. I could drink my glass of wine within touching, Mm -hmm. you know, I could touch them. And it didn't cost me an arm and so a leg. It's like
0: having your own private concert. It is. Yeah. It's just, yeah.
1: it's phenomenal. And I know that, I, I really feel like Roswell will get discovered by, it is getting more and more discovered. Right, right. I'm seeing people come here from places like San Francisco and Austin and going, wow, they can feel it happening, right. feel the energy. Um, But for now, it's our little secret (laughs) that I'm okay with telling people about, but it's nice. I love
0: (laughs) this side because I'm like you. I love to see what makes things tick. How do people think? Where do they come from? It's part of the reason I enjoy doing this um, because of the neat little tidbits about what make you (laughs) you. Um, Why coffee? And then uh, segue into... um, how that's gone, what you know, some of the stuff that's happened, you, you get this new brand up and running something that hasn't been done here. I think, uh, I think for the most part we had national brand things and, yeah. but I, I think when you opened, you might've been the first independent that was on a mm-hmm. bigger scale. Mm-hmm. Might, does that sound another, about right. Yeah.
1: I happened to love coffee and there was not a mom and pop coffee shop okay. here yet. I wanted to open a coffee shop back in the 90s whenever mom and pops were really popular. Okay. Excuse me. And uh, right about where it looked like it was gonna be something I could get started on because of life, everything was falling into place. um, Starbucks started taking over the world. Right. And they were closing all the mom and pops by locating right next to them. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is not the time. And I'm not gonna go up against Starbucks right now. Right. Well, um, a few years ago, Starbucks started to recede um, and the mom and pops, pops started popping up again and I could tell this was the time to do it. So I've always wanted to open a coffee shop. So this was
0: something that set in your heart for several years. Oh decades. yeah, yeah. It's wow.
1: My, you asked my ex-husband. Wow. We were married 28 years and I never stopped talking about it. <laughs> just a matter
0: of the right timing and right place exactly. now. Exactly. Wow. Yeah, the okay. right
1: timing and right place, exactly. And this was it. Um, This was a town that didn't have that yet. Um, I was amazed and delighted that I could be the one to do it. Yeah. Um, And I wanted to give Roswell something that they didn't expect. You know, I wanted to set the bar to a level that maybe they're not so used to right now. Yeah. Um, Or they weren't at least seven years ago when I started. Okay. my, my dream was for people to come from Austin and San Francisco and the UK and Australia and go, oh my gosh, I can't believe I got the best cup of coffee I've ever had in Roswell, New Mexico. Yeah. That is my goal.
0: Which by Constantly. the way, just for any listeners that aren't <clears throat> used to the Roswell atmosphere, wherever you're at around the world, um, we have a, close to a quarter of a million people from almost every country we come are here every year.
1: Um, so when you reference
0: those places, they're actually coming. So. They're coming to downtown. Right, right. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. They they will make special trips out of their way to come down here. You know, they may be going uh, cross country from L.A. to New York City, and they will come south just to see Roswell.
0: So I'm sure you've had just some incredible encounters it's been with, delightful. Uh, uh, to it. use that word, encounters. <laughs> um, with uh actual human beings but people from other countries and things on a regular
1: yeah yeah regular we've, basis we've had japanese people who can barely speak english at all like they're
0: just okay. pointing
1: at things yeah um the australians love it because we have flat whites and okay we can we make good flat whites um gosh we've got a lot of people from europe um we have some people from nigeria and kenya actually. I, it's just all over. I don't. Wow. I can't think of a country. How cool is that? that we you
0: come to a small town in the middle of nowhere. <clears throat> We're about three hours from any major civilization. We've got some smaller places in between, but really, you know, big, uh, decent-sized cities. Yeah. And yet you get to experience all these cultures I just because you open up a cool coffee shop.
1: Within two blocks of the UFO museum. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's a yeah, big yeah. part of it. Um, my... I have a pretty good mix of tourists and locals for my for my uh income or my my customer base um and the locals are slowly growing like it just takes a lot of time yeah um because first of all people here didn't didn't expect to have something like this here yeah and so they still are like amazed that there's something like that downtown you still come
0: across new people that are like oh i didn't know this was here (laughs) <laughs>
1: exactly. How funny. And wow, it's good. And on I'm Main surprised. Street, nonetheless. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: why the brand Stellar? How did okay. you settle on that? Was it well, I'm going to have know, to give you a little bit I'm more I'm background. I'm not going to feed you. I, just, I don't know this story, so I'm okay. kind of curious as well.
1: Well, my my husband husband I lost lost a son at 20 years old. He was wow. 20. Um, we lost him in, um, it was 2006 a okay. little um, a motorcycle a and that changed us both. Mm-hmm. One thing I learned from that was that um, life is never certain, like mm-hmm. tomorrow is never a certainty mm-hmm. and i had to, I learned I had to let love in. I had to just open up my heart and not surround myself with my own making, but just let my flaws show hmm. and let love in. Because otherwise I was just going to wither away. Um, wow. And so, I mean, I, I made the conscious decision. I had been a very, I've always been a very driven person and, you know, make my decisions doing this. I'm not, I'm not really super anal about stuff, but, you know, I, I kept control over my life, you okay. know, and I probably had some barriers up. Wow. Um, over time, but I struck the barriers and said, that I got to let love in and not only let love in for me, but in order to not fall into that abyss that some, that we get into when we're grieving, I mm-hmm. had to love others. I had to start doing for others because that was the only way I could sometimes get out of that spiral that I was going sure. to. And I. I opened this shop. I literally, I started this business to help me heal and to help others heal because, or to keep me healed. Um, and to help, help heal others. Wow. Um, because we, we as people need to feel like we belong somewhere and we need to feel accepted and not, not judged. Yeah. A lot of us find that in church. Um, we find our people, Sure. And we are loved and supported by those people. Right. Um, we find it in family. Mm-hmm. Um, I want it, you know, stellar is all of that. <laughs> I, stellar is, it's a family. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a, a house, it's a home, it's a living room. It, you know, um, in a lot of ways we are like a typical family, you know, my staff, we all have different personalities. Some of us kind of go off the deep end sometimes, but yeah. it doesn't mean we don't love you anymore. Right, it just right. means you can't work with us for right, now. Right. You know? uh-huh. and it's like, um, and, and I want every customer who walks in, I, I my hope and goal, and my staff stands behind me, they're wonderful, is that when people walk in the door of Stellar, they feel um, like they are, excuse me, but yeah. they feel like they're in a place that I want their worries to, to fall away. Wow. I want them to suddenly, because we go around feeling however wrong or right we are. We feel like we're judged all the time. You know, right. a lot of people are going, is my hair okay? Does my breast smell all right? I think all of um, us carry that. Yeah. And it's like, mm-hmm. God, you know, I want people to just come in and let it go.
0: Yeah.
1: And feel like we care. We because we genuinely do care. I'm not there just to take your money. Yeah. um I want to um I want to the business to survive because if it doesn't I can't do this so this is kind of my service so everything that I do to make sure that Ann Baker is solvent yeah 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 <laughs> is so that I can this is my this is what I do so that you
0: can reach out and give some people some a little bit and of it hope. doesn't it <laughs> a little bit like, of life yeah. in the day and it creates Love that
1: it creates an energy that's healthy wow. for me and you and my staff and yeah. everybody who comes into stellar, you can feel it. And that is really what community should be. That's, that's I think that's what community used to be more when we all went to church together. Right. And when we all, um, walked up and down, the st- when we had to walk to work mm-hmm. and walk up and down the street to shop, we saw our neighbors, we talked to them, we felt like we belonged. Yeah. Uh, but we don't, it's not easy to do that anymore, even right. in a small town like Roswell. Right. But Stellar has, everybody comes to Stellar. It doesn't matter what church you belong to, what political <laughs> part right, right. of the spectrum you are, um, whether you're from here or not, how long you've lived here, local, how much money you have, it doesn't, everybody comes to Stellar. And they can sit around the counter. They can feel like they belong. That's why I have a counter. I have a counter so that if you walk in there by yourself and you're feeling like you're kind of lonely, you can sit at the counter. And eventually, someone's going to come by and say, "Hey, how are you? What's what really up to my?" I have several awesome baristas. I could name by name, but they're all great. They will engage. They're interested. They're, yeah, they've they're always treated really me like a king
0: when I'm in there. So yeah
1: because they really are. Yeah. That's part of their orientation. You know, I tell them I want you to um, be friendly, yeah. but I want you to be genuine. And if you're not feeling good, if you're not feeling great, you know, let me know. We'll work on it. We we'll, you know, we can we can we can fill in your spot today yeah. or we'll put you in a better mood, you know, we'll do right, our best right. to get yeah. you in a better mood. That's really cool. And I over the last 7 years, I have people who uh, not only they they share the same outlook on life that I have and they are creating an energy of their own. Yeah. Um, like the bicycle shop that's opened in the back. I mean, right. Like Outfitters. They are taking that energy and they came here with that energy and they're, they were just looking for a way to share it. And now they're, they share it with seller. They share it with. Their moon rock customers. Yeah. And we're working together to continue to put that just, it's, I, I there's no other word for it but love. Yeah. Love is,
0: I love, I love how you <laughs> said you took something that was very intense in your life, something that no parent wishes to ever even think of or discuss.
1: And I don't wish it on anyone.
0: And yet not let that destroy you, but define you in a better way. Um, that is so cool, and uh, and I love that, and the fact that it plays into how you operate business today is is incredible.
1: It's because of the the son I lost. He was an amazing person, and I I'm not I can't let him down. You yeah, know? yeah. I'm not going to.
0: Yeah, that is so cool.
1: He's rooting for me, you know. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's not just him. It's all of our all of our loved ones who've gone before us, and those who are here. Yeah. Um, we. I believe that heaven and earth are right here. Yeah. I'm hoping that there's another life after I die, but I don't know. Yeah. All I have is right here.
0: Okay. So why
1: not make heaven here while we're here? Do
0: you think, again, uh, you and I are uh older generation of people. Um, I like to think that we carry it well, but I don't know that we always no, do. No, we're trying. But, uh, well,
1: we, we, can, we can always think of uh, ourselves that way. Right, right, right. <laughs> But Still do you like think America. like
0: we're seeing a, uh, it seems like we're on the verge of seeing a lot of this shift back. Like people are finally had enough of the social media game and are starting to get clued in that they were being pawns in a scheme to I have attention so. and everything and get back to what you're talking about.
1: I believe in the younger generation. Yeah. I really do. Um, and I do believe in our generation too. Um, but, um, I have a huge amount of hope and faith in our younger generation. It seems
0: like they're really interested in bringing community back. And that excites me.
1: They believe in the right things.
0: Are you seeing that at the coffee shop? So much. Okay.
1: So much. And and part of it's necessity. Um, When I entered the job, the career life, um, I was assuming that I would have the same opportunities that my parents did when they were moving up in the 60s um, and 70s. But when I got out of college in the late 80s, things were already starting to get really kind of hard. Like we'd, um, I graduated from um, UT San Antonio, right in the middle of the oil bust of the the 80s. It was bad. So it was trauma. Yes, and I didn't think, a lot of people coming out of college my My peers were not getting jobs. I feel very fortunate to have gotten a job at a commercial bank downtown and been trained to run a business and open a business and yeah, yeah. and analyze businesses. Um, and I you know it, we've we've gone through a series of booms and busts, really really high highs and low lows mm-hmm. ever since. And I feel like the younger people who I'm meeting. Are saying you know what that's uh, we're to us my family's more important than my dad who was gone all the time working you know yeah. so hard yeah and they're like you know it's not worth it to me and that's where like I love millennials I love that attitude yeah. people are like you can't get them to work well it's not that you can't get them to work it's that they have other priorities too right. like life is yeah. a priority to them yeah. not work yeah. And I can respect that. I yeah. I lived the work being a priority thing. I learned that it wasn't, thank goodness, through yeah. a lot of hard knocks. Um, and now I'm on, I'm on board with that. I'm on the same train. <laughs> nice,
0: nice. So um, we'll shift. We, we've had a great talk, by the way. We're not we're not done. Um, okay. But uh, we're going to shift a little bit more. We've touched on some of it because you you weave a lot of who you are into your purpose and all of that too. (laughs) So that's actually very natural, which is cool. Some people are more compartmentalized. You've got it all uh, webbed together, which Mm -hmm. is neat. I've enjoyed listening to it. Um, obviously there's a lot more to it. We can't cover that in in an hour, probably a little
1: weird sounding to, um,
0: everybody always says to me, you know, well, I don't know if I can talk an hour. We get an hour every time. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they're usually like, man, I could have said more. So that means we'll book you again later, you know, and then we'll, we'll delve into something that's interesting at that point. But let's talk. Uh, I like to always hear people's thoughts on business. Um, that's what this podcast is about, uh, people that are out there doing succeeding, at whatever success is their definition. We're not presuming what that is, but, um, what are some things that you've learned along the way? You know, you started something from nothing. Um, you went into a city that wasn't booming. So it's not like you could just open it and here they come. Um, and yet you've sustained, you've stayed, you talked about having side hustles that keep you open. So that you don't, uh, so that you can weather this Mm -hmm. that happens all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, what are some things that you think of that you're like, you know, either I wish I would have known, or I'm glad I knew, or, you know, watch out for the, those kind kind of of things started out with a little bit of leg
1: up because I'd been a a business uh, lender. And so I'd seen businesses, um, you know, go from a, um, just a plan, a business plan to trying to start it to going under or making it okay and over the 20 years that i did that uh i learned a lot about what it takes to make it
0: what would you say that those things are i think
1: number one you know you hear it all the time you gotta have a passion for it okay my passion you know stellar just it, 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 as you said, I'm ever interwo- my personality is woven into it, okay. and that is therefore my passion is in it. Yeah, um, it's hard. I you know I respect people who just want to make a million dollars off an idea. Um, that's great. Um, that's not what I. That's not what I am. Okay. I don't. I don't want to make a million dollars. I'd love to. And if I did, I'd probably give it away to Casa or something. You're not
0: going to turn it down. (laughs) No, I wouldn't turn it down. Yeah. um, Yeah. Okay.
1: So my driving force um, is the more lives I touch, the more successful I am in a positive way, the more successful I am. And in order to do that, I have to stay solvent. I have to stay a business a viable business. And the more viable I am, the more I can reinvest and continue to grow that whole philosophy.
0: I like that. Um, Yeah.
1: So you have to start off with a great product. It has to be quality. Do not cut corners. Um, and don't, don't do something you don't know how to do. That's yeah, another that's thing, good. it's like, well, okay, I'm gonna find something I'm passionate <laughs> in, and then I'm gonna be successful.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, you have to really, because easy, you're gonna be working at this. Yeah. When you first start your business for the first however many years, you better love being there. Because seriously, you, you hear this, this is old try. Everyone's heard this. You're going to be there a lot of hours, and you may end up hating it.
0: So you've been open how many years now?
1: Um, we're going. On, we opened in 2014, so okay. we're going. I was thinking on 13, five. but I was off one year. Well, we're okay. five. We're going on six. Yeah. So it was early. Um, so how
0: much of it is still a grind?
1: Well, occasionally... I'm just
0: talking real talk, you know, for people yeah. that, that well, open yeah, businesses. Number
1: two is, okay, you, you so you have to not mind being there. Like, it can't... Yeah. I love being at Stellar. I love the smell of coffee every day, and I never get tired of it. Okay. Um, I live upstairs, so I smell the coffee. It's okay.
0: yeah.
1: I love people.
0: Yeah. That's something we didn't talk about too. You have to uh, like, I'll come right back to if this you point. You do what I do. You but better you live like the on pool. the third floor now, right?
1: I live on the second floor. The second I'm still floor. I'm renovating. Still I'm renovating. still renovating. Okay, okay. It's a lot of work. It's, I call it a glorified attic.
0: Okay. All right. I, <laughs> so, I don't mean to rabbit trail too bad, but uh, yeah, it's, it's such a cool thing what you're doing with that it's building. Slow. That's the yeah. Thing.
1: Um, I did not want to get into debt because I'd already, yeah. you know, I was like, you know, I'm just going to do this slowly. And so stay out of debt as much as possible. Um, yeah. Debt is handcuffs. It will, wow. it will make you lose sleep at night. Right. Um, it will split up your relationships. Yeah. It will turn you into a cranky, not fun person. So right. avoid debt as much as possible. And that means if you have to grow slowly, th- then grow slowly.
0: It seems like we're hearing more and more from all of the truly successful people, not the ones that think they are. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a similar theme. Is that it's it's this before you see that. Yeah, and, even And businesses Be steady that get and lucky. stay steady and keep grinding and keep mm-hmm. pushing. You found the same
1: thing. And do some and know what you do what you know. For instance, I know coffee. Okay. And I know tea. I know beverages, but I'm not a I, I don't know restaurant. I know coffee interesting. Shop. Okay. So we started off with a very limited number of food items mm-hmm. that complimented the coffee that went with the coffee and yeah. the tea and the other beverages that we were serving because that I could handle and I didn't want to go. I, I made sure that I did not do anything. I didn't have hours or product that I personally couldn't do all by myself. If my staff all quit.
0: Wow. Okay. See, that's a cool insight because that happens.
1: It does happen. <laughs> and then, and then your customers are who think you're all great or, you know, they're super excited about you, come in and you're closed because yeah. you're out of something or your staff quit or, you know, yeah. keep your hours consistent. That's another super important thing. Yeah, nice. Especially, you know, for, for something like me, um, I, I I have desserts, I have food. I've been a mom. I know what it takes to pack kids up into a car okay. and promise them they're going to get a... Um, Vanilla bean mm-hmm. blended ice drink, it's stellar for yeah. being a good kid. Yeah. And then you get them there and I'm closed? And no, closed, yeah. I, I, I'm not ever going to put my customers wow, that's through good. that. So that's another thing. You, you post your hours. Yeah. So I started off with limited hours because that's, I, that's all I could handle myself without burning out. Yeah. So I started, opening, I started opening at 7 and I closed at 2. Seven to two, I can do that every day if I have to. I've got yeah. time to regenerate. Then I started getting a staff. We expanded to five. Yeah. Then a better staff, more solid, more foundation. Expanded it to seven. A little bit more, expanded it to nine. And we found our little, our perfect spot right there. Seven to nine. Yeah. And uh, it hasn't let me down. Every once in a while, I have to work really incredibly long weeks. Like sure. when flu season hits and yeah. our staff is out. At- but that's another balance. You know, I want my staff to be happy. So that's another thing. Hire quality people because they are the face of your business to wow. your customers. Yeah, that's good. If they do not represent me, then my customers not getting the stellar experience. They're wow. getting something else. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So my staff represents me. They're all individuals. We're not robotrons, mm-hmm. but they understand my philosophy and they buy into it and they believe in it. And I love it. It makes me so happy. So then pay them a fair wage. What? People have to be (laughs) able to survive. People have
0: to live too? What?
1: (laughs) So I started off with um, my business plan, pricing my product so that I could pay a fair wage. Wow. And the staff comes before you Mm -hmm. because they're the ones that are working. They're the ones who are representing you. You can't do that. You can't do it all. You have to have a staff that can do that. So pay them a fair wage. That's good. Be fair with them. Yeah. Um, be a fair employer. Treat them right. And then they'll stay. And then you don't end up wasting so much time training people over and over again. And you don't lose so much product because someone doesn't know how to do something right. Yeah. Um, you don't lose customers because they didn't get something made right. The longer people stay with you, the more... The customers love seeing the same people too. Yeah. They fall in love with our staff. It doesn't mean that I expect you to stay with me forever. Sure. I I want my my staff to fly. I want them to be happy. Some of them will grow with me. They'll stay with me, and I I love the thought of that. Mm-hmm. Others will go and do other things, and I'm, you know, very encouraging of that because there are other good people to come but and do You had a little
0: heart in where they were headed, which is kind of a cool. Yeah, part it's too, fun. Huh?
1: And I get to stay in touch with them. Yeah. Um, but that's Roswell has a lot of good. Um, there, there is good potential employment here. Um, people to employ. I don't call them my employees. I call them. I'm really adamant about calling them staff. Okay. Because to me, staff is more like my team. Mm-hmm. They're not my employees. They are. I know it's it's a semantics thing. No, but I, I'm enjoying the they philosophy. They do work for me. Yeah. I mean that's a technical fact. Right. But they I can't just employ people who aren't part of my team. They've gotta be they've gotta be part of my team. That's good. Or things aren't gonna work the way the Ann Baker philosophy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know? So I want them to think of themselves as part of the team because they are. So I don't call my I I stay away from the word employee. They're my staff. We are I am just the 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 chair of this committee here. That, you know, and my ultimate goal is that I would love to make it a cooperative. I would love for them to be invested in it. Okay. We're moving toward that. So so you're providing a so,
0: long-term opportunity too, and you're planning it. That's so cool. So wow.
1: don't, don't, uh, don't make your model. Um, don't create a model that you cannot personally hold up with your own two hands and shoulders. Okay. Two, don't get into debt that's going to make you lose your mind. Mm -hmm. You've got to stay focused and you've got to stay happy and positive. Three, hire good people and pay them a fair wage so they'll stay with you. Yeah. And treat them right. Oh, and then wait, before the, uh, after the don't make a model that you can't support yourself, have a great product.
0: Yeah, I remember. You got to stick with that because I was going to bring that back up a few days. but yes, I was. So listening. those,
1: I'd say, those would be like the most important things, and then you can just grow and grow slowly. Don't don't ever do something that you don't know how to do. Yeah. Don't don't learn it. You know, we've done that. Like when we've expanded our menu, but I do not introduce a new menu until I know that I can personally make everything on that menu, and I can make it really well.
0: I like what you said there, because we've all been to a shop of some sort. Um, I'll say it's never happened in Roswell, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> sad uh, sad to see you know, them. but we go into shops and they're doing something that they shouldn't be touching, and you were excited, and now you walk away going,, eh, yeah, I don't shoot, know if I want to come back. Great. And, and it's hard to get excited to return. Yes. So I love what you said there is, you know, the, as best as possible, I call it home runs, you know, try to hit one. And if you can't, maybe wait and do it when it is. It's a home better run. to wait. It's yeah. better to
1: wait, even though it's really um, tempting to throw something out there really fast. That oh, this is gonna make me a million dollars. Oh, I got a, I found a sorbet machine for a really low price. Let's get right, it and let's right. start making sorbet tomorrow. Yeah, I would never do something like that. Yeah, it's just a bad idea.
0: People but- talk, don't they? Yeah. Well, and I, you know,
1: people don't do it so much anymore. It's interesting. But for the first three years, I had a lot of customers who would come in and say, you should do this wow. and you should do that. And I, you know, staff would be the same way. And it's, it's, I, I try not to do that to other business owners Yeah. because it's probably very likely that they've already thought about that. Yeah, that's and if they're smart, they've said no. And they know why they said no.
0: Say so you knew your <laughs> la- and listening to you today, you knew your lane and you've worked it.
1: Yes. Stay in your lane. That's cool. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, I'm still, I'm still working at it. Yeah. I'm, you know, and a restaurant can never say I'm a success. You are at any business really. Yeah. You have to stay, you have to keep working at it. You wow, have to stay good. on top of things, on top of the trends, on top of what people want. Uh, I've had people come in, um, I was a little concerned there for a while because I, I had one review, a customer said we were a typical hipster place. The coffee was good and the decor was great, but you know, it was obviously they didn't like hipsters okay. and I don't, I don't consider myself a hipster, but yes. they did. They, they had somehow us in an, So that. if the yeah. whole um, world starts to think of us as something that they don't like, well, maybe I well, we may have to rethink our branding
0: if that's your target audience. Right? Yes, exactly.
1: Yeah, yeah. If that's your target again, that's another thing. You can't please everybody. Yeah. What? You have to know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what yes. do you mean? You can't provide I, every product that was ever made coffee, and make sure that yeah. <laughs>
1: you can get all sub's coffee for cheaper. Yes. Sure. But do you realize that the do you care? That the beans that you're getting at Stellar were roasted last week. Yeah,
0: there's a reason that it's cheaper. And they're yeah, the highest exactly. quality beans mm-hmm. that you can
1: get in this country. Yeah, if you care, then that's why it costs more here. And that's your audience. If you that don't care, then that that's you're fine. going for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yes, I'll, cool. I'll drink all of coffee if if I have to. <laughs> but well, we are
0: reaching <laughs> the end of our time. Is there anything in about a sixty second period that when you had. When I contacted you, like, oh, I'd love to mention this or talk about that. Or have we, have well, we you know hit me,
1: it? I'm going to be a cheerleader for Roswell okay. anytime. Every chance I have, I'm going to be, um, all about how this town is just, it's just like a little hidden treasure. Yeah. And I've the, the people who realize that are the kind of people that I want to be around. Um, and I, I, I love living here. And I hope that I can make stellar into like, eventually my goal is to have the whole place um, renovated and people living upstairs. And then I would love to be able to expand
0: out. Um, Play with some other ideas. Yeah. um, (laughs) Birth some new babies. (laughs) (laughs) It is a child. It really
1: is a child. Um, You takes a lot of belief and courage to jump in and do it, but it's worth it.
0: Well, Anne, thank you. <laughs> thank you, thank you for taking time out of your day you to Donovan's. spend with us and to share your heart and a little bit of your story. And how can people connect with you? Is uh, just coming by the coffee shop, you want to talk about that? Uh, is there a site? Is there... Yes, uh, Facebook okay. is a
1: great way. We check our messenger messages so you can message us there. Okay. Um, you can also I ha- come by and get my business card. It has my email, my phone number, my cell number. Okay. Uh, text me. Uh, I don't answer the phone very much cause I don't have time, but text is great and okay. emails are great. Um,
0: and they just go yeah. for stellar coffee company,
1: stellar coffee co Okay. you can find us on Google, Yelp, TripAdvisor, wonderful and Facebook. Thank and you Instagram. so much. <laughs> really
0: enjoyed. Uh, and uh, I'm a fan. I appreciate what you do in our city.
1: Likewise. It's very mutual.
0: All right. If you like today's program, subscribe to the format you are on, whether it be YouTube or a podcast channel. If you'd like to connect with me, go to DonovanFulkerson.com. It has details about myself, our companies, and how to connect. If you're following our social media, my personal pages, well, it's just that. It has a lot of personal things, including spiritual content and details that uh, I find interesting to me. Our social accounts for our businesses, obviously, is that. There will be products and day-to-day activities and things that relate to those specific companies. Thank you for connecting. Please share.